This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by William Kenley. William's the CEO, the Chief Executive Officer of AnMed Health in South Carolina. He's going to tell us about AnMed today, about leadership, about priorities, about himself, and a lot more. William, can you take a moment, introduce yourself, and tell us about AnMed Health today? Wonderful. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate being able to join you today. A little bit about AnMed Health. We're a system, an integrated healthcare system. We have three acute care hospitals a rehab hospital, a behavioral health hospital, and we have a medical group of more than 200 physicians uh, and about 100 mid-level providers. We have home-based services and team members uh, number more than 4,000. We operate in the upstate of South Carolina, uh, primarily Anderson County and the surrounding counties and into north, northeast Georgia. Our system was started over 100 years ago by a young lady named Jenny Gilmer, who had a challenging pregnancy and delivery and promised God that if she would get through it, which she did, that she would lead the way to build a hospital, uh, which opened in 1908. Uh, the system here has had tremendous success over its, its 100 years, very purpose-driven organization, and I'm just delighted to be a part of it. I came uh, here to Anderson uh, about 18 months ago in September of 2020. Really, a, my background, I came from Methodist Labonner Healthcare in, in Memphis, Tennessee. Really view myself as a, a, a coach, uh, a leader. I enjoy working with teams to strive towards exceptionalism. Much of my career had been focused on uh, challenges and turnaround type opportunities. Our, our situation here is a bit different than that. It's I would describe it as, as building on and, and innovating to greater success even than what we've had in the past and really focused on exceptional performance. We have a lot of growth in our community uh, economically and population and just uh, very excited to be a part of that. Great place to be. Phenomenal. And talk about when you look at this year, what are, what are you most focused on and excited about this year? You spent 16, almost 20 years at Methodist Levonor, a great, great system as well. What are you most focused on and excited about this year? Well, a few things that are top of mind. I think top of mind for everyone right now is, is just the staffing challenges that that we have across the industry, and, and we're no different here. Vacancies and turnover, a uh, very dynamic market around uh, compensation utilization of travelers and that type of thing. So really focused on some, some innovative approaches to go upstream uh, to, to affect our ability in, in those areas. Uh, things I'm most excited about uh, at this point is first coming out of COVID, I've really known, not known, uh, I came in 2020, so in the midst of, of this, uh, I'm, I'm meeting team members today that I've never seen without a mask on. So it's it's great uh, to be coming out of COVID where we're at today and be able to focus on our growth initiatives and, and innovation. Uh, we have uh, some great things going on with our residency and fellowship program. Very excited. Uh, they have been uh, really strong foundational elements of us growing our, our network of providers in, in this community. Uh, we also operate our own Rad Tech program, which has been helpful as we've partnered that with Anderson University to provide uh, bachelor degree training. We have great partnerships in the community. It's something I'm very excited about. Uh, one of the most recent ones is in partnership with the county of Anderson. We put in place a, a quick response vehicle program uh, with our uh, EMS that we uh, partners, partnered on having paramedics in vehicles out in the community uh, disconnected from the ambulances so that they could respond 
uh, more quickly and effectively get the right resources and, and really bring our care out into the community even further. And that's been very successful in our first six months. And, and also it's been successful in being able to recruit and retain uh, paramedics because they really enjoy that in, environment. Uh, we're very big on on partnerships. We're an independent uh, health system, but we recognize that uh, we need other groups to help us be successful in delivering our mission and our uh, our kind of our our scale. When we look at those things, are are they groups? Uh, do they have a philosophy? Do they have strength that's going to allow us to build our strength in achieving our purpose? So a lot of great going things going on there. We're working around customer empowerment uh, connection. Uh, online and, and directly, how we can be a, a better uh, partner to the patient people that put their trust in us here, and working on our culture. Uh, coming out of COVID, I think we've all seen that there is an opportunity uh, for us. Really, uh, we learned a lot about ourselves, uh, some good, maybe some not so good during that time, but really, uh, it's a great chance. I think the timing is perfect to, for us to really get back to sharpening what we're about what each of us bring to the to the table, to the team, how we can get maximum engagement to really get to that exceptional place for every patient we serve. Fantastic. And, and William, when you talk about leadership, and you've had this great leadership career, what advice would you give to an emerging leader about the three or four important things that he or she should be doing? Sure. Well, great question and honored to, to share my perspective. The first thing I would say, and I had to smile as I was writing notes this weekend, I had a wonderful mentor. My in my uh, fellowship was at Geisergram Medical Center, and Ken Ackerman was the CEO there. And every time I would meet, it seemed like with Mr. Ackerman, he would always start the meeting and say, William, it's a great time to be in healthcare." And I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, I really, I look at that and smile. I think it's a great time to be in healthcare. It's a great time to make an impact. And five things that I thought about that young folks and, and really all leaders can think of. Uh, first, get close to the work. It's it's about the people. You need to be close to what you're doing, what the purpose is. Uh, second, you need to really have a precise understanding of what your purpose is, what you want to bring, what you can bring to the team uh, to add value. Third, uh, we cannot connect, connect, connect enough. Uh, we need to be connected with partners in the community, partners across our team, our medical staff. Uh, we can achieve nothing in, in a silo or solo. We have to be able to work together, and it starts with being connected. And the last two things, first, uh, bring your heart to work. Uh, I tell our employees uh, all the time, that's that's the secret sauce to, to our success. Bring your heart to work. That means it's tough sometimes because it's very uh, it's very emotional. It's it's hard what, what we do, but it's a great blessing, and we can only achieve it if we really put our heart into it, and that, that is with leaders as well. And the last thing I would say, uh, you need to uh, balance and share uh, your entire life with what you do. I've been fortunate over my career that my family is a key part of it. Uh, my wife and I are very involved in the community here. And as I talk to young leaders and they'll ask me like, gosh, I was amazed at how can you, how'd you find time to coach a baseball team? Or how'd you find time to, to do something in the community? And the reality is our roles, and I think this is a wonderful blessing in healthcare leadership, our roles go beyond running our organizations. We're leaders in our community, and that means leaders in life. And take the opportunity to to put it put it out there, involve everyone, and share yourself. So, just a few ideas that I thought about uh, with this question. And, and and so, 
you started with sort of the positive enthusiasm and for it's a great time to be in healthcare. I think that's true of any job. You have to look at it that way. It's great to be in whatever you're doing. Then you gave four or five core concepts. I think I took down notes on four of them. I'm missing one. Get close to the work. Stay close to the work. And I'm a huge believer in that, that you can't be too far removed from the core, core work you're doing. Stay highly connected, highly communicative, highly connected. Yep. Bring your heart to work. Yep. Balance and show your entire life. But, but balance your entire life. Make sure it's a satisfying entire life, not just a work life. And then I was missing one, William. Yeah, your the other one point. was – yeah, the second was to uh, know your purpose. Uh, spend some time and, and precisely know your purpose. What what you are intended to intending to achieve, and how you can can bring that uh, to your team, to your organization, and, and to everything you touch in life. Love that. Thank you very very much. Those five: get close to the work, know your purpose, stay highly connected, bring your heart to work, and balance and show your entire life, not just pieces of your life. The, the, the last question I have for you, William, is obviously you've talked about this some already, workforce shortages, challenges, and so forth, trying to expand, trying to stay close to the community. But what are the big trends you're watching, either in your community, your greater area, or nationally? What are the big trends you're watching in healthcare that are big issues? Besides COVID and workforce, clearly, and you're free to talk about this, what other things are you watching as well? Well, the the different ways that folks want to engage in a workforce today is is a is a big thing that that I'm watching closely, and we're watching and how we respond to that. What do people see as how their career uh, will will work over time with an organization? When I talk to folks, the number one thing that I hear back from people when I ask, well, "What are you looking for? What are you looking for when you come here?" The number one thing that's that's, that's sent back to me is education, growth, and development. So while they're coming to, to fulfill a certain role at the time, they're really looking for a place that they can evolve over time and grow. What better place in healthcare is there for that? I think that's a great opportunity for us. Another trend that I'm very focused on is value, value generation. Uh, how, we, how we're able, able to do that. There's been a more acute focus put on it uh, fairly recently with uh, explosive growth in wages and, in, and inflation for supplies and, and other costs. Our revenue stream on a, a per unit basis is not growing at the same rate as our cost stream. Uh, but more importantly than that, when I say value, the people that actually purchase our services are looking at it and saying, we want more but we're not going to pay more for it. And more doesn't necessarily mean more in volume. It means more or a higher level of return in the way it impacts the lives of the people that they employ. That is, that is a, that is a big trend. And how do we, how do we do that? Uh, we get out into the community. We're out working with employers in this work sites, things like that, how we can turn people around quickly, get them healed, get them back into the workforce. That's a, that's a very big trend. Another piece of that is structure. Uh, versus just a, a pay for pay for for unit of service. Uh, what are the structures that will make sense that put us in an appropriately uh, position, appropriate position in sharing risk with with one another? Um, that's a work in, in process. So we all see that we want to go upstream. We want to work on determinants of health and work with employers around that as well as people out in the community. But for us, and I think like most health systems, while we believe that's the right thing to do, how do you uh, 
make that an the an economic model for you that that really works while you're kind of in this hybrid economic structure is a big challenge. It's a big challenge. The percentage of our revenue today that is value-based revenue is is still relatively small. Uh, but it's become uh, to a point, in, and we're encouraging that growth, so it is growing to to be quite significant for us. So it means that we have to think about how we deliver that value in new ways. That's a couple of things that I'm focusing on. Thank you very, very much. And it's a, it's a, it's a great list, sort of value type care, value based care, whatever you want to call it, to make sure people are getting better value for their, for their dollars, for their care dollars. The structure of that, how does the structure work that in a very hybrid world, at least hybrid in terms of value or service? And then third, in terms of people, education, growth, and development, you know, just more than people just wanting to get a paycheck, and, and God bless those that do, that's okay, but people really trying to thrive and get their education, growth, and development, and, 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 and grow. Fascinating. When, yes. Oh, I want to thank you for taking the time to visit us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I just spent time recently in Greenville, which I don't think is that far from Anderson. How far is Greenville no, from Anderson? About a half hour or so. Beautiful, and, and beautiful upstate. A, so glad you're here. A beautiful, beautiful area. And then we're on a farm in Warren, South Carolina, which is not that far yep. from there, too, I think. Just an absolutely it's gorgeous not. area. And well, uh, We're delighted to be here. A lot of great things going on in the upstate South Carolina and across the whole state. It's um, I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm it's a great time to be in healthcare, and it just, your question made me smile uh, to think back about those days at at, at Geisinger and, and Mr. Ackerman, and and I, I can I feel that way, and I'm grateful that I feel that way. I hope all my colleagues out there do as well. Well, you know, it's so important to continue to cultivate that attitude and view that paradigm, view it that way every day. And some days it's harder than others, but but to view it that way is the way to go through life and leadership and so forth. Anyways, thank you so much, William, for joining us. We appreciate it greatly. Thank you.